0: welcome back in everyone to a fantastic new whisper in the wings from stage whisper we are heading back to salt lake city for today's episode and we are speaking with the incredible theater artist christian magby who's playing the title role jefferson jones in pioneer theater company's presentation of christmas in connecticut the musical It's playing now through December 16th at Pioneer Theater, and you can get your tickets and more information by visiting PioneerTheater.org. We are so excited to be having Christian on our show today and to be talking about this amazing new musical. So with that, let's go ahead and bring on our guest, Christian. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper.
1: What's happening?
0: (laughs) I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be talking about one of my favorite Christmas stories, my, one of my favorite of all time Christmas movies with Barbara Steinmeck. So I want to kick things off by having to tell our listeners a little bit about what Christmas in Connecticut is about.
1: Absolutely. Without giving too much of it away, I mean, it is a movie, so I, there, there's that. But it is about this woman named Liz who begins to write this column for the magazine Smart Housekeeping that really about her like farm living and you know recipe that she makes and happy homemaking and people really really respond to what she's writing so much so that it reaches my character Jefferson Jones who is a soldier and Uh, He writes, you know, to her, just letting her know how much it meant. And the publisher of the magazine thinks it would be a great idea to have this hometown hero visit Liz and her farm for the holidays. The only problem is she made it all up. And so she has to come up with a baby, a husband, and a farm before I arrive and all the chaos that could possibly ensue with that.
0: <laughs> oh, and it's just such a great, great story. And with wonderful cast of characters that come in as well, like Uncle Felix and and Nora, of course. Yeah. So it's a wonderful just. Great farce, uh, a beautiful holiday story. So beautifully described there. Now, I'm curious to know how did you come upon this particular production?
1: I got an audition from my agent. (laughs) Uh, It's funny because everybody has like different ways of like finding things. It's just like, oh, I got contacted by the casting director or, oh, I was kind of already cast or so-and-so from the creative team reached out. Mine was the OG way. I got got an email from my agent sometime in the fall. I would say maybe September. Yeah, definitely September because I was in a production of Passing Strange at the time. And then I submitted over tape and then did a Zoom call back with the team like a week later. And then the rest was history.
0: That is wonderful. Now, if memory serves me right, this is the second production of the show regionally. Yeah. It was recently done last year out here in Connecticut, and now it's being done at Pioneer Theatre. So what has it been like developing this production and the titular role of Jefferson Jones?
1: I would say, so for me, I am a huge proponent of new works. So one, to be able to work on one feels rewarding because I, on, on any side of the table, whether it's behind the table or in front of the table, I just love to be a part of the development process. One, because I feel like people are more in tune to the art that's being done. Like it, it's it's malleable. And so to be a part of something that is, you know, always changing is, it's fun to me because we're finding new things together and what might have you know, which shoes might have fit someone and at good speed might not fit, you know, us here. So I think being able to work on something that's changing while also having like a smart writing team in the room, like if something doesn't work, it's like, well, how can we, how can we fix this? Or how can we change this? Or how can we make this joke better? Or how can we make this scene flow a little bit better? It's very rewarding because it, it, also it feels like we are responsible for the change that is that is coming about. So that's been that's been really really great. And it's been dope to play Jefferson. It's interesting because in the in the movie it's a very like titular character and I won't say in the musical it's supporting but there are so many different there are so many new characters in the musical that help support different arcs storylines, love interests, while also bringing about very needed and poignant conversations that I think we're having today, which is also an example of having a smart writing team of like, how can we make sure we're tying today's things into the story of the 40s? So yeah. Oh, I love all that. and And without a way of like, we're making a message, like, it's, it's not like that, which is which is great because we've seen those shows. So it's great to be a part of something that still feels classic. But like, if you hear this message, it was meant to be heard. But it's like, if, if that message is not for you, that's cool. You'll still enjoy the classic Christmas story that it is.
0: Well, that is actually a great lead into my next question, which was, you know, with it being such a well-known holiday show, What is the message or the thought that you're hoping the audiences take away from Christmas in Connecticut, the musical?
1: It's interesting that you say that. I There's... And it's not necessarily a Christmas message per se, but there's this... There is this underlying, I would say message with with many of the characters which is kind of like be yourself and like being yourself is enough and i think sometimes we can have problems with that just because we're always trying to fit in these boxes that we think we're supposed to or it's like oh if i come across this way or if i say these things then i will be accepted but there is so much value to being yourself and the truth that you provide so yeah Merry Christmas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that, though. Well, my final question for this first part is, who do you hope have access to this show?
1: My favorite people to always reach are people who, I think with this one, it would be people who are fans of the movie who have not seen the musical, just because they they are really, really in for a treat. Like it's it's going to be something that you didn't expect. Like even from the opening number, I, I remember sitting at our table read, and one thing I thought was cool: we literally all learned the music in like the first day, and then did our table read the second day. But like with precision, like, and I thought that was so cool. I was like, man, we really just did that. And when our uh, when our lead ad that plays Liz, Elise Lewis, sang the opening, I was we were all just kind of sitting there like oh, this is, this is the show. Like this is because, you know, we only learned the music that we were a part of. So to hear her slay that in the table read, I was like, oh, that is how you open a show. Like, which I think is going to be very exciting for people who walk into the theater, not knowing like what they're going to be walking into. And not knowing what you're gonna walk into also means you're not gonna know what you're gonna leave with, which is which is great.
0: up for the second part of our interview we love to give our listeners a chance to get to know our guests a little bit better pull the curtain back if you will and i want to start by asking you what or who inspires you what playwrights composers or shows have inspired you in the past or are just some of your favorites
1: kind of pull inspiration from literally anywhere um I like to I like to feel that at any given moment I can learn something from somebody. And so I'm always like I, I love to be randomly inspired. Now, this is going to sound weird, but I was so inspired by Taylor Swift like a day and a half ago. It was the Red album. And I don't know if it's the album or just the song that has the, uh, the album that has that song on there. I had never listened to it before but it started sparking my interest as like a composer and arranger and a music director. So this kind of being able to pull from everything. I think also like this is a huge shout out to Jason. I had all, Our composer, Jason Howland, I had already love Jason's music. So to be <laughs> in something singing his music is just like, yo, this is, this is dope. So I will say, you know, just like composer wise the you know you're Jason Howland's and you Lynn lin Wells and you're Steven Schwartz uh just like being able to like pull from their genius catalog of music I think and, it, and to, to me it sounds like it it never has any like it doesn't have its limits like there's so many other places that they will choose to go and that they can go, and just like, okay, great. There's no limit to your style. So I feel, I feel kind of the same. Just like as an artist, I've never like putting myself in like a box, whether that's career wise or how I go about my career or or anything. I don't know if that answered it well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that is a lovely answer. I love, I love that answer. I love those inspirations. Now, I know you have been busy out in Salt Lake, you all just opened the show, and of course you've been in rehearsals leading up to it. But have you seen any great theater lately, by any chance, that you might be able to recommend to our listeners?
1: Y'all, some Like It Hot on Broadway was a huge surprise for me. I like going into shows knowing absolutely nothing about it. I won't watch a preview. I won't want to know. I mean, I might want to know who's in it, but I don't listen to soundtracks before I go. I just I just like to go. And like I'm like, oh, this picture promo looks interesting. Or people keep talking. Or if somebody keeps mentioning it. Some like it hot is one of those things. I tell people, I was like, you have to see it. Like, you have to see it before it closes. I'm actually hoping that I get a chance to see it again before it closes. Yeah, that's one of those, like, you have to you have to go see it. Also, Here Lies Love was a really great experience that I really hate to hear it's closing, but what a dynamic piece of, of theater. And I, I feel like theater is a term that limits what that show actually is. It is, it is by far an, an experience because I've never seen anything staged like that. I haven't seen, I, I thought the use of a DJ was really, really cool. And just that representation on stage of seeing our Asian and Asian American artists being able to tell their story, you know, I just, I thought was extremely powerful in such a dynamic way. Like, I didn't sit on the floor But they did say, if you sit on the floor, you are a part of the show. Now, granted, my limbs were a little tired that day, so I'm glad I did not sit on the floor. But, like, I watched from from where I was sitting, and I was like, oh, man, that was cool. But no matter where you sat, you were going to be a part of the show. And that the show, no matter what angle that you were sitting at, was still accessible to you. Not from the same focal point that it might be for somebody else, but now you have your own little section of the story, like, over here. Yeah. I just thought that show was was so so dynamic, and Shucked. These are all from like my last trip <laughs> to New York, like two months ago. I, I had like a little field trip week. Shucked was also a a really really great time. I had I like to read reviews for things after I see them, just to see if my thoughts with something line up with. I think you know other people are like the world thinks and they talked about one of them talked about just with the the corn puns uh it said being forced into submission <laughs> as far as like you are going to think this is funny and it's just like it is absolutely hilarious like it is it is oh they're by far like like I could not stop laughing I think I was annoying other people I was sitting next to, because I was laughing so hard, there was not there was not a joke that was said in that show that I didn't laugh at, and it could just be me, but I like it was it was always like they they never missed an opportunity to make somebody laugh while also having truthful storytelling. yeah, and the music was gorgeous. yeah, that was all three of those shows were very pleasant experiences unfortunately i do think they all have closing dates so my urge is that people go and like support them and see them we're missing great pieces of american theater so yeah support
0: (laughs) yes three great suggestions right there solid shows couldn't agree more with you on any of those so thank you so much
1: for those absolutely
0: I'd like to know now, you know, what is your favorite part about working in the theater?
1: Storytelling. I love being able to tell stories in any medium. And I think being able to do it in front of a live audience and just find new truths in the story without, you know, changing anything that we've, we've done. But like, being able to connect to this character night after night, or even being in rehearsals and being able to find new things collectively you know with with the team and with their other cast members, I think that is my favorite part about working in theater it's 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 a it's truly a collaborative art form and there's not there's really not a theatrical production I feel like I've worked on where it's just like you you do become family like you you have to become family working on these things and you do you spend most of your days together and then you see each other you know every day when you perform so being able to like build that bond and camaraderie with you know your cast and and your team is just and and being able to share that you know night after night i just i just don't think there's anything like it
0: I love that answer. That's fabulous. (laughs) And now we've arrived at my favorite question to ask guests, which is what is your favorite theater
1: memory? My favorite theater memory, I was in California with my family. I had to be, I want to say seven or eight. Now we had just gone to Disneyland and my mom mentioned that we were going to see The Lion King that night. Now, granted, I just feel like I saw The Lion King because I saw you know whatever lion show or Lion King show that they had at Disneyland, or just I saw mascots and stuff like all day. So I was just like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm going to see you know people dance and mascots." which I was excited about. I'm somebody who loves mascots, (laughs) even still to this day. I actually always thought I was going to be a themed character. We haven't crossed that off the list yet. And we get to, I want to say it was at the Pantages, and the show starts with Rafiki's call. And I see these people in these costumes and operating these puppets, or they are puppets. And it's just like, I, I could not put into words how it made me feel, but I knew that that was something I had to do. I was I, I had never seen or experienced anything like that, but that was the day that I knew I had to be on stage telling stories. Because I could not believe that these people embodying animals made me connect to their story, even as a child. And so, yeah, I just I just thought that that was so cool. And I never went back to thinking I was going to see mascots, like ever again. I was like, oh no, this this totally beats mascots. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I will I will never forget that. That day.
0: That is amazing. Oh, I love that memory. Thank you so much for sharing that with
1: us. Yeah. Look, thank you for making me go back and dig it up. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember how this made me feel.
0: (laughs) Do you have any projects or productions coming up that we might be able to plug for you?
1: I do. I don't know if. Any of them have been announced yet, and so I can't say what they are, but I am in something in March, and then I'm in something in May, and then I'm arranging music for something in march and then i'm composing music for something that goes up in the fall but like none of them have been announced i can't share what any of them are yet i'm hoping that some of those releases will hit you know either before the end of the year or top of next year but yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> so there's some exciting things in the works for you which is great you love that and that is actually a perfect lead-in to my final question which is if our listeners want more information about Christmas in Connecticut the musical or about you maybe they'd like to reach out to you how can they do so
1: yeah if you want to find anything out about Christmas in Connecticut definitely go to Pioneer Theater's website or their Instagram also Christmas in Connecticut has their own Instagram which is cool because then you can see the development before our production as well as stuff from our production. And probably it's like next steps past being here at Pioneer, but their Instagram, if I'm not mistaken, is xmas XmasNCT. XmasNCT. And, and then my Instagram is at Christian Magby. I always post updates on there. I am bad. Ab- I've been bad about posting things this year. I do share a lot of things on my story or like big, like mile markers, like, I am doing this thing that runs da 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 da, da. and then you probably just need me post things on my story or like share jokes. So something that I am doing next year, it is not a project, but it is one of the things I have I am most proud of this year. So I, <laughs> I had to go to the passport office and you know get a new passport and everything, and they were, uh, but I already had a trip marked down. they were like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to Thailand." They're like, oh, Thailand, that would be fun. Uh, They're like, what are you going for? I was like, oh, well, it's. uh, I won it on The Price Is Right, (laughs) which is always a fun story to tell because I did. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I I won the showcase on The Price Is Right in August. It didn't air till October. It was the biggest secret I had to keep for like months. But, yeah, that was really, really exciting. (laughs) That is
0: so cool. You are the second person I've ever met that won on The Price is Right. That's pretty dope.
1: That's also on my Instagram. If anybody wants to check out the highlight reel. (laughs) I'm doing that. I need to see this. Oh, man. It It was quite the day and quite the experience. But now it's just like if I'm ever at, like, a first rehearsal and we're sharing a fun fact, I now have one that I can share.
0: (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, Christian, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today about this incredible show, about your incredible experiences. I have loved every minute of it. So I really appreciate you taking the time to stop by and chat with us. Thank you so much.
1: I I appreciate you for having me. It's great.
0: My guest today has been the actor playing the role of Jefferson Jones, Christian Magby. He's currently starring in Pioneer Theatre Company's presentation of Christmas in Connecticut, the musical. It's playing now through December 16th at Pioneer Theatre, and you can get your tickets and more information by visiting pioneertheater.org. We also have some other contact information for the show and for Christian so that you can stay on top of all their upcoming projects and productions. And with Christian, you're definitely going to want to follow him because he's got a lot of stuff in the pipeline coming up in 2024. There's a lot of things you're gonna see Christian doing. He's going to be changing the world in the spring and moving on in the summer. So watch out for what he does next. And we're going to have all this information posted on our episode description as well as on our social media post. But for right now, run, don't walk over to Pioneer Theater or to Pioneertheater.org. get your tickets right now for Christmas in Connecticut. The musical is playing now through December 16th. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies and keep talking about the theater
1: in a stage whisper.
0: Thank you. you like what you hear please leave a five-star review like and subscribe you can also find us on facebook and instagram at stage whisper pod and feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories
1: at stage at gmail.com
0: and be sure to check out our brand new website for all things stage whisper and theater you'll be able to find merchandise tours tickets and more simply visit stagewhisperpod.com.